We're starting. We're starting. No ah. All right. Welcome to podcast number eight. Can we record that as our like official introduction well, for we, every single? I was thinking we do we do like a mixtape of all the intros. It's to be mostly silence. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you, you do you say something in the beginning usually? Welcome. <laughs> you have this whole spiel, no? <laughs> yeah, my ra- I put my radio voice on. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, uh, welcome to uh, what, are we, what? What did we talk about last month? Originality. Originality. No, this is this month. This is oh, this actually, month. well, I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Last month of stuff, uh, but we're almost at a year. When was the actual date? When was the actual day? I will tell you when the first post of Never from Concentrate was. Uh, well, we actually have like, I'm like going through our pages here and there's at least five. <laughs> oh, there yeah, well, it's there it is, there it is, there it is. Hello world. April 16th. So we passed it. We passed it. Five days. That's hello world. That doesn't count. Let's the do first post. April 22nd. Which is tomorrow. That's tomorrow. No, tonight. 12 a.m. Tonight. Oh, at, wow. at midnight is one year. Cool. Yeah, because, yeah. Right, right, right. All right. So. Oh, I want to read some of this stuff. Um. <laughs> so uh, for our listeners that was a text message I just got I'm selling a TV and someone uh, on Kijiji or Craigslist and someone just <laughs> why would you <laughs> they agreed to buy it and then they messaged me does it work still <laughs> maybe someone was like was after, after the yes I'll meet you right away because your TV is nice oh wait does it work still can I get thirty dollars off, please? That's what he's gonna do. No, I bet it's like. His, but this is gonna be a character. I'm telling you, I this bet is a character. I bet and it's his buddy who's just like there, like, "Yo, how do you know it's not broken?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Shit." Anyways, so one year, uh, eight eight different topics we've we've diets have been changed um, in this year. Okay. What else has happened? I'm getting more and more sketched out by this fellow. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's not. Diverge too much. Yeah, so we ended off on uh, originality. What the hell did we talk about in originality? And these, these intros well, it started, it started off with me talking about originality in your career choices, and there was another, another angle that I took in, an originality in art. So I think that's one thing that we initially realized, at least for me, it, it comes across in all kind of decisions, which is where we got to at the end, which is what we kind of talked about in general decision-making. But within that, I think the argument that I talked about initially was when can you... Okay, wait, wait. You, you mentioned Robin Thicke. What, what, what was the lawsuit exactly? Uh, he copied, quote-unquote... Uh, Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye song, yeah. Mm. Right? Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, the argument was with originality in art and originality and what you do with your life, there needs to be a shift in the balance towards the people that don't necessarily not, be original all the time. Not your life, you mean in the way society views people. Yes, in the way we view everybody else. Right, right. So yeah, if people aren't completely original, but they kind of follow the line and they dance the line of quote-unquote plagiarism versus being inspired, that's okay. That's something we don't appreciate. Right, right. So, but, okay, there's two separate issues here, though. Things like plagiarism imply that someone 
took somebody is profiting of uh, from somebody else's work, right? Like if if well, profiting in like your like I think that's the thing. If if what's his name just released a mixtape or something. Um, if uh, Robin yeah, Drake, well, that's where it gets ugly. But we're trying to isolate the business side of things. Yeah, but that, but that's different than from just uh, you know working as a, I don't know like a secretary or the pick whatever soul crushing job you think exists. Like that's different because there really you just sure you you take the path of you know well, that's well traveled, not least traveled. But it's not quite the same as you know. It's not a zero sum game. So you're not you're not taking someone else's profits. Although I guess profits are. Yeah, I guess, I guess it it works less because it's less romantic. Like you don't have as room as much room to be romantic with the idea where you do with art. There's a lot more real factors that go into that decision making of what you want to do, versus yeah. like the originality and aesthetic or prettiness argument of that decision where you can do that a lot easier it's a lot more isolated with art art is like yeah that's although the entire I mean, point and then it yeah. becomes then you can make that a secondary thing oh yeah, there's like you gotta make money off of it like if i want to be an artist like i have but to it's, think about it's, it's weird. selling something right but i still think like if one person sells something that doesn't mean that another person can't you know it doesn't mean you can't sell that twice so for instance robin thick you know who knows lots of people have covered marvin gay you know, there's only one Robin Thicke. Uh, so just because he took some part of um, Marvin Gaye's work does not mean right away that he's, um, you know, it's somehow removing joy from Marvin Gaye's world. You know what I mean? Like, why can't both people just, you know, do it? I think it came down to a matter of me. But it would be interesting to actually hear the legal language that they used to draw right. it. Because they'd have to be specifically technical to separate that inspiration and plagiarism line, right? Right. It's similar to... Um, like, I think I think generally in the public, even if you, like, hear Reddit comments, we're like, yeah, come on, man. Like, that's pretty much what, like, what it was. It wasn't... It, it was, it's like, I can, we can make money off of this, and that's what we're going to do. It, right? right, right. But let's... So, but you see what I mean, though? Like, the difference here being that because both people can profit equally, it's, it's like uh, when people talk about the difference between piracy, like online piracy, digital piracy, versus stealing... The difference is that if you steal my chair, you know, I don't have the chair anymore and you have my chair. Yeah. But if, you know, you pirate a song, it's not like you're grabbing that song from anybody else. There's absolutely no difference. It's it's a, it's a like, Well, it's potential to make money, right? So you can equate it back to your right. potential to make money by not having a chair. So, I mean, like, it's not, it's, there's some but, equality measurements you can draw, but it's a completely different kind Right, of but maybe... Nice and right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's one of those rights. You know, people do that when they actually don't agree with anything and then just... Um, just like right. Right. Yeah, or like, okay. But what about... Sure. The, what about the pieces we didn't get to? <laughs> um, okay, so one thing I took issue with that, or I didn't actually take issue. This is one of my favorite posts, actually, because I didn't realize... Um, yeah, you brought up this quote about um, uh, good artists steal. Sorry, good artists copy, and uh, great artists steal, um, which has went through like a really uh, sort of hundred-year transformation from like a really not sort of superficial quote. Um, uh, but I said we should change that quote. Right, right. You said uh, great artists to. From great artists steal. Most artists steal, and that's cool. Yeah. But I think that's actually... So this quote already says that. Um, 
I mean, it does, but I don't think it. You're saying it's not em- emphasizing that because good artists copy, great artists steal. It, like, I mean, it's not saying and everybody's a shit artist. <laughs> you know, like it's saying that most people copy in a way. But it's it's not necessarily about being. Uh, I guess this is this is towards how we judge other people's work versus what you're bringing up and you judging your own, which it shouldn't, that these kind of variables shouldn't matter. It's about the journey. This is what this post was about too, right? Like when you go towards the end. Yeah. Uh, right, right. So this is this is my point about the, so you, you brought up sort of blue collar versus uh, non-blue collar, which maybe wasn't really your intention, but it's in the title. So I took <laughs> that. Um, uh, and I talked about that it's not, yeah, I like this line. It's not blue collar versus white collar versus no collar. That's the, that's the homeless people. <laughs> they don't got no collars. Uh, right. It, it's it is uh, not basically not just living uh, as someone else as you think somebody else expects you to essentially. Um, so I talked about things like dream, yeah, John dream house. Just but that's, that's all towards your own perspective of your decisions, which is different from what we judge other products, right? Like when we judge a yes, product of yes, work. Yes, you're right. You're right. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, make that distinction. But that was good. That was a good distinction because that's what we came up with later, that there is this distinction and we shouldn't even like, and then afterwards we talk about legacy, right? Like how we would view our own products, but we shouldn't even be thinking from that perspective, right? That. That is irrelevant as it is in the immediate moments when you're thinking about your own decisions right now. Right, right. So what did you think about this, the uh, the immature poets? So the that quote, um, one of the first iterations was, immature poets imitate, mature poets steal. And uh, here I'll read more. So a good poet makes it into something better or at least – so bad poets deface what they take, but good poets make it into something better or at least something different. So here, like I would argue the same for Robin Thicke, right? So he didn't just take Marvin Gaye's work and you know somehow uh, – But like how do you differentiate between imitate and steal? Like what is that? Right. So, so obviously there's some gray area there, but the idea he's getting at is that Imitate means that you just basically recreate that type of work um, without actually having any sort of – any originality that comes is because you you screwed up. Like you didn't you know hit it right on. Yeah, that's such a subjective thing too. Like whether some people like that you – it was a screw up. People can think that flavor is bad or that flavor is good. Right. right? So here it's about intention. It's like whether you, whether you like their flavor or not. That depends on whether you're going to say they're imitating or they're stealing. Uh, to some extent, I think so, yeah. But I think this also is prescribing, he's writing for, like, poets, right? It's not just, it's not people, you know. But I, I'm, I, that's yeah. my argument against it, that you don't, like, it, it really depends on whether you like the flavor or not. Like, you can you can almost objectively make it worse by, no, like, but it's putting gibberish the, with it. It's not the flavor, it's, it's uh, it doesn't have to be a specific, like, it could be the entire dish, right? Like, you, you're, he's saying that if you see some, you know, uh, mashed potatoes, you take those mashed potatoes and you put some additional flavor to it. It's not that, um, and, and the flavor is intentional, is what I'm, that's the difference, right? Whereas you're saying people just perceive things and some people think it's a I mean, the, but like, so if it's not intentional, then it's imitation? Yeah, if all you do is you just take somebody else's mashed potatoes, you're imitating them, yeah. But you're gonna, you're still, you're not literally 
copying it word for word, there is still going to be something that you're doing to alter it. Well, for, Other than that, then that's no, exact. For, for, for poets, um, I guess, I mean, you wouldn't like copy it word for word. But then it, that's, a, there you go. Then there, whatever the distinction is, is the flavor. What, what's the difference there? And there's intention, like unless you're literally copying it, which is an exact copy, then you're not making it. No, the, novel. The, if there's a difference, the difference is that no one's flavor, right? The, no, be, well, it depends. Like it could be like Ex- exactly. Sh- it depends sh- on shit has flavor, right? Like it's uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you can make it objectively worse by introducing shit into a beautiful gourmet meal, or introducing gibberish music into Marvin Gaye's song, right? right. Completely, like you know, you can based on what brains perceive as good music or good sounds, like you can do that. But assuming like that's not being done, then the flavor is subjective. Then the flavor is depends on whether you like it or not. And yeah, you could say right. 99% of the people like it, but there's that 1%. It's still different though. Right. So, right? This, so is... it's, like, it, this quote depends on whether you no. think it's good. And if it's good, then they're stealing. And if it's bad, then you're imitating. But there could be like seventy percent, thirty percent split. Yes, agreed. Yeah, and and so like from people who see that. Um, so, but for T. S. Eliot, the way he would, this is a framework. He would look, you know, he would sort of look at somebody's work and say, uh, "Is this? Do I feel like they're imitating somebody else, or are they taking parts, the best parts out of a bunch of different things and combining them into right. some unique?" Way? That's that's cool. It's a great framework to you know, categorize originality to some degree. Right. But he knows, like, it's a good framework, but when you're talking about that's how everybody should or everybody does, then it's then it doesn't make... Then it breaks down. I mean... For that... He does say that, though. He says immature poets imitate. He thinks the mature poets, the... But I then mean, it depends, though. That's all I'm saying. It depends on whether you like... But he still would, like, T.S. Eliot would still probably say, and if everyone was mature, that would be better than even 1% immature. So he is no, no, telling no. everyone to be mature. But it, like you, he could, dis, he could disagree with somebody's being mature, but they think that it's something new that they've created where he, in that case, thinks it's something crappy that he's put together in a bunch of pieces, right? That's, that's the point that there could be both sides happening with the exact same piece of work. It's you, the exact same. I mean, poem. depending on who's yeah, depending on like, the a, subject, right? Yeah. The subject. And so that's, that's what I'm saying. He's well, the, Right, the sub- the subject, not of the, the work, the the yeah, person who is that's perceiving what I mean by the subject. Like, well, that yeah. sounds the subject. Sounds Sorry, like, yeah, yeah. I know it's confusing, but you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I, I it depends on who that subject is, or who that person who's viewing the piece of art or reading the poem. Like, it two of the same two people can think. Yes. It's yes. All one or the basically, other. that was like five minutes to say that. One person can like something, another person can't. Like <laughs> but that's what, that's what it's, it, it's, it, people can't, like that's not an X, you should try to do that, but that's not what happens. There's a difference in that, right? Yes. But the imitation. I agree. So like, but that, that's true. In but all he's philosophy. trying to say, he's trying to say as a whole, image, all immature poets imitate and all mature poets. No, steal. he's not like trying to make a model for. I mean, but the way I know, I know, I'm, I'm <laughs> making an exaggeration. Sake. <laughs> I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it sounds like a categorical thing to say about the population of poets, uh, right? That you can say that immature poet, but I'm saying you can't say that. But he's because you you can say that 
in in my opinion, this poem in particular, this artist. Is, in my opinion, is is okay. Fine, not even I, that was like, a stupid. A yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you already know it's his opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to just make it more of an emphasis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what I'm trying to say. He, he can say that this poem by this artist is mature because of X Y Z reason of what I've come up with. Right. But he doesn't know that he can't say that in general about every single person that's going to be viewing that because he could be an immature po- poet in somebody else's eyes. But it's it's not so it's right, but for who cares? Like for him it's he's judging the the poets. Yeah, he, you're saying somebody else would judge them differently, of course. But he's saying for him as someone who is, you know, presumably respected or whatever, like experienced, this is how he believes, you know, a, a mature poet acts anyways the question also is whether or not that's good or not like whether who cares who gives a shit right like why is that at all interesting and and so for for him i just want to emphasize that he says uh good poets make it into something better or at least something different so for him he's saying that just you could still be shitty right as long as you're different it's better than just imitating. So just creating more crap for the world, say. Right. For him. But that's that's what it's drawing on the plagiarism versus inspiration line, right? Like it's really, where does that line exist? That's what he's judging it on, right? Be at least something different. Try Obviously try to make it something better. But if it's at least not close to that plagiarism line, because you're not making it different, you're completely copying or imitating. But that line seems so weird. Like I would even say, like just by the very nature of you performing it, it is different enough. Well, that there's unintentional plagiarism that exists. People get no. Very... I, I don't think there should be. I think the the act of so I guess that would be the conclusion for me is that I don't think. Well, like be. legally, you're wrong. Like in in all academic institutions, unintentional plagiarism is still an offense. It's not as bad of an offense. But so so an written offense. stuff is different because written stuff is just words. Words don't change no matter who wrote them. No, but if you can... The fact that you have to distinguish the, the intent of plagiarizing and not and that influences the actual consequence, like how bad your punishment is, that means you can distinguish it and people at least attempt to. I don't... Distinguish what? What are you talking about? Whether you intended to plagiarize or not. I thought you said... Unintentional plagiarism. Yeah, unintentional plagiarism is still an offense. But then... What do you mean? If it's unintentional, they didn't intend it. It doesn't matter. You still did it. That's like... In all academic institutions, even if you plagiarize and you didn't... And they determine you really didn't intend to, you will still get penalized for it. Right. So it's your responsibility to make sure what you realize yes. is not... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But for me, I think words are different because words are... the. Like you saying them, it's a different sound, period. The right, word, so I think this is a good p- point to discuss that generally, that when we were talking about originality, that's why I brought it up in those two ways, but then we expanded into, in different mediums, that balance that you're drawing, like especially with this line, becomes different. This is exactly what you're talking about yes, right now, right? Yeah, yeah. With words, it's different. With art, it's different. With your career choice, is different. Because, you know, you're balancing all these other variables, which at the end of our big conversation, which I should have commented on, which all you listeners out there, I will. So get excited. Uh, Yeah, so that's what you said at the end. You know, there's a bunch of decisions that you're factoring. So this in particular, you're saying words are different. Why? Because a word, like take the word novel, 
I write the word novel, you write the word novel, someone else reads it, those two things are exactly the same. Whereas for, if I say the word novel, you say the word novel, it's already changed, right? So if I sing the word novel, you sing the word novel. Right. You know, there's, you know, there's, in a lot of cultures, in Russian culture, for instance, it's very common for there to be uh, the singer and the songwriter to be completely different. For some reason in Western music, at least pop, like popular music, that's, people expect the singer to also be a good songwriter. Yeah. But, like, should this, why? Should this every singer be a really good poet then, too? Because they're writing poetry. Oh, I don't think it's an expectation. No, but I, sorry, like, I understand people don't get upset, but I mean... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, I am about to attend a protest. Implicitly, if you think about it, that's kind of like, it's, it's weird if someone, you know, if someone tells you, oh, Brittany didn't actually write this song, you go like, oh, well, screw her, or like, she's not talented. Because for some reason... No, I think there's like an additional talent. You still say in that she can, if you think that she can sing and I guess, dance and I guess, else. you're right. Yeah, it's not like totally... But anyways, in other cultures, it's totally not expected and it's very rare for someone to write their own songs. Um, and so, and then... So in Western um, society, I've found that a lot of people are really surprised when someone does a cover and it sounds great. And people are like, you know what? I like that just as much as the original. As if like two people can't sing something totally different and it still sound good in two ways. Whereas in Russian culture, that's totally like people go, yeah, there's, do you like that version or that version or that version? Because there's three singers. It's just interesting. It's a, it's a very slight distinction in the way that people talk. I've heard that. I definitely have heard, oh yeah, I really like that cover better, but it's almost secondarily as a second place to what the original is. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess it's just placing that emphasis on the writing as much, or... The like sound, the sel- the sel- themselves can, you know, the words can take on so many different, you can project them onto the plane of, of sounds, you know, right, right, so, right. in so many different ways. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I, I did just the different emphasis points for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So one, one other thing I want to talk about towards the end, what we were getting into... It was the, so especially for that distinction of you judging your own work and how it shouldn't matter. It's when you're creating art, especially because it's more towards that originality discussion between that line. It's really the intention matters a lot more. When you're creating art, it ideally should be a process that is influenced by emotion. It's driven by emotion. It's not driven by the destination. Like, Maybe in the story you have the end, you have a plot that you want to get into, but the journey of what you're writing or the journey of, you know, the creation of music should be what you should be the fruitful part of it, right? Whereas when you're talking about other people and what they produced, you almost end up over intellectualizing things that you yeah. lose. Like when you, you, you talk about like original, it's like I had asked somebody like, I was working and I was like, yeah, what do you think about original? And it's just like, it felt like such a stupid, like right. not even, not, not even it felt stupid, but it just when, cause she made stuff, she made art and she's like, I don't know. I don't even like, yeah, that's because, that, but, and I, that's, it's, I agree. That it's like too you know, much of a meta analysis. Like you, it's, it depends. The creation process is so dependent on it's emotion. It's not a meta analysis. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's, I guess it's, a, it is still an analysis of how like art is interpreted, but yeah. I think we may contextualize it too much, where it should just be the experience of you, like me listening to Alabama Shakes Future People and just, you know, whatever that is and whatever that experience was and not trying to categorize it like, oh, this is better than this and this emotion was better than that. Like, 
take take a pill, like you know, take a no. That's slightly different than the issue. I agree, but it's, should people still be allowed to just, um, you know, steal? Well, they, yeah, yeah, I'm even using the bad word, like steal other people's work. I think you're limited, though. It it, it fundamentally is limited, and actually having a like an a, a rational conversation about it because it becomes so entire like the actual yeah. experience of it is so entirely subjective and that's the beautiful part about it that's what makes it amazing right but what is the creation of it and even when you listen to it like i'm not thinking about you know what does this mean in terms of how it plays to the other like yeah you do and it's fun to talk about it and that but the real actual experience of it is completely apart from that, yeah. right? And that's what the artists want you to experience too. They're not trying to like when Dali no, no, comes no. up with no, the, no, 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 no. I bet artists to some degree they want they want to experience that same kind of like where was my mind space? Like when you get maybe for their listeners, but if they if you're an artist and you just made a song and then you no, I'm someone a else, visual artist. Even a visual artist, if they have like some style, and then uh, like some other dude just goes out and like just takes that, you know, does something that looks very very similar, they're going to be pissed off. No, 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 I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to somebody listening to that. Sure. So the the person listening or or seeing the art might not care, but the artist does. Yeah, of course. Uh, That's a whole different issue. If somebody's like, if you're the artist and somebody is taking your shit. Sure. No, but, but I'm talking what, about the way... Talking. No, no, no. But this was a very specific point in the way we just... So we shouldn't judge. give a shit about the artist. We're just, you're saying, like, who cares about the artist? Well, I'm isolating the whole conversation to the way we talk about art or we over-intellectualize how we're supposed to, you know, co- like, put it into some context or do that. Right. And to some degree, you just have to be like, yo, okay, that's fun, but, you know, that's... Don't get lost in that and really just enjoy it on... Like, don't always try to contextualize it. Don't always try to say, yeah, this album was better than yeah, that. Yeah, that's different though. We're talking about originality. You're talking about like criticism. I'd rather I'd rather map art to like planes of emotion and like experiences that I've had. So or, then is originality important or not for you? I mean I, I think it is, but my point is that don't I think we don't we don't need to emphasize it as much. Like have these conversations about have these types of conversations about categorical, this is better but than if that. It's, but if it's just this is this I, and that. I just think I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do. I'm just saying I think in in the like the choices that you have in life and how you enjoy pieces of art in particular. But that's just, different. That's enjoying. What about if you want to choose or viewing? What what if what about your career? Yeah, so that's different. That's what I'm saying. We that dance is a different line. They, what you talked about at the end. The way we make decisions is a combination of three different things. Where is where's the quote? Like there's a there is some framework you've set up. So just, you know, things that you've grown up with from your religion, family values, like basic frameworks of utility. And some are from the path of least resistance just because it's easy and it's a status quo or whatever you're doing. And the third is what you're kind of programmed to do genetically. So you value those out a lot more or like especially – the, and I think the last or, also interacts, right? Because like the path of least resistance for some people might not be the one. And to some degree, you can, they, yeah, yeah. And you end up choosing things more because of your program to be, you know, I need to make a family and have kids and recreate because of my evolutionary programming. But that will, won't kick in as much for art, right? You're not talking about that. It'll be more about like a number of different variables. It's less about those. So, with work, of course, maybe that's something that goes into people's consideration. But that's why there are blue collar workers because you just need 
the fucking job for their, you know, bottom half of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Some some degree, that's most of the reason why people work. But some people in blue collar also get some of the higher. Of course, I'm not saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying that's just an example. And, and actually, a lot of white collar. People. Yeah, white people, people too do that because the job is just like totally yeah, yeah. Like mundane, mundane, and right. whatever. Right? Uh, that's why I it's also like was the, like, "There's no need to it's distinguish like the flower color." We can tell artists, yeah. people who you know have their own. There's no like, I'm doing it for that. Whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's you know, there's no need to distinguish. I think because between blue and white color, like when people say that, I always think of you know, suicides are much lower in a lot of the poorer countries and a lot of the Western countries. Um, and why is that? Like, what, what? Why are suicide rates in Western countries so much higher? Because I think it's just like a culture. huge survival push when you're on when you don't have the bottom half of Maslow's hierarchy needs. You do not have your survival needs met, so you're looking to survive. You're not gonna kill yourself. Yeah, like that mind space, right? But then once you get everything, and then it becomes like that existential, like, why am I? You know, yeah. cleaning these people's teeth. Every Whereas day. other people just don't think about that because why are you here? Well, because you got to go like get I gotta, the water. <laughs> yeah, I got to go get the water. Or and you know, when you even get when you get past that, when you're just making ends meet, like that's just so, like a you know just a better version of like okay, I, we have water and bread, but like got to make sure we're going to get it consistently every month. Yeah, um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like life's basically just all about. I, um, like pushing random, you know, meaning everything's meaningless if you push it too far, unless you make yeah. your own meaning. I, I, and well, like if you choose, like if someone's just going to live their life um, with basically getting these short term, not short term, they're not bad things, but those like lower level things, like you just basically your whole life's about getting food. And that's all you do. But maybe that along the way, you have a like a fulfilling life anyways, and, and that's something that gives you you know, it's just as arbitrary as anything else. Anyways. But part of, you know, one thing I even just like about that is the whole idea of living life in the moment is, has a lot to do with how you live life emotionally. Because when you're in the moment, you're very aware, you're not, you kind of shut down your prefrontal cortex of thinking and planning and future and past and think contextualizing. You're in the moment, you're aware of your your smell, which has a lot to do with your emotion. You're aware of uh, air pressure differences and what you're touching, what you're seeing. So when you when you talk about uh, – oh, wait. I lost my train of thought. We were, talk, we were talking about emotion, emotional and – what was the previous thing? I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no. I have it though. I still have it. Tell me what we were talking about like right before that. We are talking about um, originality and Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, no, no. You were saying uh, the, the meaning of life. Oh, I remember. I remember the point. I completely remember. Because you were talking about uh, uh, blue-collar workers and people who get food. So, yes, exactly. So, one thing that one thing that it shows is that you're kind of in the moment. And when you're just getting food or that's your number one task, it's an instinctive thing that you're doing. It's a survival thing. You're in the moment there as well, right? Whereas when all of those basic needs that you were kind of programmed to be good at are taken care of and you don't need to, like, do any kind of even just like a little bit of manual labor, carrying your groceries or just those kind of activities, it becomes more, you just naturally go to this why questions where there's not going to be like, you just have to like let go of that. There's never, like once you can get to the piece of like not caring about that and just being emotionally in tune and that's part of when you just need to get food, you know? Like, so like if my parents cut me off or somebody's parents cut them off, 
They're they're on their own. They'll be instinctive. They'll just they'll get. That's what that Michael Hyatt thing. Remember you said, yeah, like tell your parents to stop paying for shit. You'll fucking figure it out. You, you won't be lazy, yeah, yeah. right? Like it's just once you can let go of that and just be processing, you know, your basic. Oh, this music sounds good. You know, I'm smelling things here. You're gonna have to do it at some points. Yeah, I gotta plan this week so I can like get done shit so I can fucking feed myself, oh, sure. right? And but so, like you when you plan those moments and those like time slots. Okay, I gotta plan now. Yeah. And I've done that planning and now I'm gonna go do this whatever my, you know, immediate tasks are in those moments, right? Yeah. So So there's it's uh, like letting go of that part. I think it's also but for some reason people still um you know, they wanna find that kind of uh, it's not just like I think people like it's sad to let go of that. No, like like for instance, I always think so. We there's that cheesecake. So well, let me explain. In some ways, I think it's sad. Um, it's beautiful. There's that cheesecake place down the street, right? And okay. um, there's always lineups there. I think we've passed there a few times. I don't know. Anyways, there's a cheesecake place. It's like this Japanese cheesecake, and everyone, there's like an hour lineup every day. And then like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it on the Toronto. Yeah, that's like down the street. At least and I passed it. I didn't get the time. joke. It's is there like multiple Japanese cheesecake places? No, no. There's, there's just that the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you want to line up one day? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> on Yelp, there's like a few reviews where people go like, you know, it's just freaking cheesecake. It's not like it's definitely not worth the two hour wait. So if you want to try like relatively, you know, just sort of light, fluffy cheesecake, go ahead. But it's not like the answer to life, right? And I think some people, isn't it sad when you sort of realize that? Like, no, you always the the anticipation almost always is you know better than the yeah. Actual the journey, thing. the journey is better than the destination. Like, that's what it is. I mean, that's why you don't care. You don't don't you to, want both to be good? I mean, some, sometimes the destination is... The destination is still part of the journey. It's just a component of it. You're not, you're not focusing on it until it's there. And sometimes it gives you a nice little orgasm at the end. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, the whole that's, process that's before... That's a good analogy, actually. Yeah. So, you know, the whole like, process before is pretty damn fun. You don't want to just live for that, like... Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's all good to get there too, so right? I, I, and that's probably the better part. Are you saying women's journeys are much more, much better and fuller and longer than men's? They actually journeys? are, like categorically. Are, so women's destinations, <laughs> slightly, yeah. They're actually proven. slightly. They're like probably four or five times as as intense. Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> No, wanna, no, it's okay. This is an open population. There's only like one list, point five. I'm I didn't count Elise. I'm just, just listening, Elise. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's women spread have the word longer orgasms than men. Uh, Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mom has an average orgasm. It's just great. Man. <laughs> Are we getting to that, Tara? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna Google mom jokes. <laughs> mom jokes. <laughs> Um, have you seen those original thug videos on YouTube? It's like these like twelve year old kids who say like really thug things. We should do I that should be a comment there. The, the original okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> uh yeah, you gotta fucking laugh. <laughs> I was actually just interested to see where your, long, <laughs> where your train of thought was going. That's funny. Okay, so you know what I was thinking? What do you think of this idea for our one year? Uh, we do a video, like record ourselves on video and put post a little thing. I can't do that. <laughs> Why not? You're I don't, have, I don't have a Hollywood face, man. <laughs> this face we're longer on radio. Okay, okay. We're <laughs> definitely doing it then. <laughs> I need to lose 10 pounds. No, okay? you, we'll put a mask on you. I'm like too fat! Like it's an ISIS video. Yeah. I <laughs> know, uh, that sounds cool. But I also want to do the walk. Remember? 
Yeah. Gotta do the walk and contextualize. There's a lot of things that this... I mean, this is the longest thing I've ever done for just kicks, you know? When there wasn't like, yo, you gotta write this fucking test on this day. Or you gotta do X on this day because somebody's counting. Actually, it's because you were counting. If I was doing this by myself, I'd probably would have given up. Because you were counting. That's a big thing, though. It is. It yeah. is. Social pressure is... like. I guess for us important. especially. Well, it's I think... Not, it's not true for everyone. But it's also... Um, you know, the, you said some people, you need to, like, tell your parents to stop paying for shit. In the same way, a lot of people, like, a lot of creative people say you, the, the way to never be, to, like, be stale is to always put yourself, put yourself in a scenario where it's, like, really fucking scary. And you, you have to, the, it's like, if you don't produce something good, then you're just going to be embarrassed for yourself. Yeah, like, I was actually talking like to Louis C.K. Yeah. His, you know, he says, like, every year I just wipe the slate clean. And I say... I'm just going to complete a, uh, create a completely new yeah. one hour set because if I don't do that, I know I'm just going to go back to the same jokes and just sort of like slowly wither away. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, that's, uh, there's a guy at work that's, uh, trying to be a writer. He's like in his third final edit. Something's going to get, pub- his book is going to get published after like, I don't know how many number of years. And he's a walk- he's a kid Two like other jobs that he's working on. And I like told him this whole thing. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to not kind of make that, like not have the idea of selling out. And his exact argument was like, yo, sometimes when, when you have that like dedication that you have to get it done, like it gives you a different kind of spark. I mean, you could probably it's idealize this. It's that uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, like, comic that you have. Yeah, I need to be in a specific mood for like creativity. I mean, I think it's probably both. Like you don't you you don't want to have a gun to your head, yeah. but you don't want to like completely it's, lose sight. You of, know what it is? What? Don't say it! <laughs> don't say it! 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 Don't say